Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man on the Post Extra Time. I'm your host Chris. Uh, with me this week I've got Adam. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yep, yeah, good, thank you very much. And I've got Emma as well. Sava. Hola. Hola. That's right. I'm Hola. Um, Niet. <laughs> <laughs> Was that right? In Russian. In Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, okay, this week we're going to talk about the Champions League, seeing as we're getting all European on you there. Um, we're going to be talking about bits and bobs of news, some European leagues, not many Premier League games to look forward to this weekend, but there is the FA Cup that's back, so we'll do it chronologically, as we always do. Uh, we will start on Tuesday night's Champions League, so that is um, Manchester City 2, Borussia Mönchengladbach 0, City win 4 nil on aggregate. Uh, Ukar Gundogan with his 15th goal of the season after Kevin De Bruyne opened the scoring with a lovely goal. Uh, he is now level with Kevin Karani as the top scoring Kevin in Champions League history, which is nice. Um, it's the 100th City goal this season and it is the 8th um, consecutive season that City have broke 100 goals. Not bad, is it? Or maybe 5th, I just can't read my handwriting. No, I think it is 8th. Is it? Okay, and it's the fourth successive Champions League qualification for City. There's they keep sort of hitting that glass ceiling, don't they? Um, and they've lost one game at 32 in all competitions. Uh, and it was a very nice assist by Phil Foden for Ilkay Gundogan, wasn't it? That through ball. That was beautiful. Yes, he was, wasn't it? You you just you've seen the highlights, haven't you? So what did you make of it? Uh, I've been well prepared for for days, Chris. Have you? Yeah, absolutely. Meticulously approached. <laughs> If you got one of those sort of um, early, early sort of Josie at Chelsea dossiers that he used to make AVB go out and get. Yeah, I've, I've got people in bushes. <laughs> yeah. Up in Manchester, sort of. Yeah. My connections, my my sort of my nest of sparrows goes wide and far. Oh really? You're like um, I can't remember his name. On Game of Thrones, Varys. Sure. You've not seen Game of Thrones. No. Have you not? Lord Varys. I'm, not, I'm not. You're not allowed to judge anyone else on what things that people haven't seen. <laughs> well, you haven't seen Game of That's Thrones. Fair, yeah. Probably the most popular TV program of the last sort of twenty years. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Emma, so did you see any of this at all? That <laughs> was your man who uh, seen the highlights, not me. Okay, it looks like I'll have to get Sorry, do we need again. to go back to my highlights? Yeah. <laughs> See, he's a SWAT. He prepares. Yeah. Uh, seventh consecutive champ- uh, clean sh- sheet per city in the Champions League as well. So but every year we sort of say, oh, yes, they're progressing and they're doing well. And 
and then they'll sort of throw in a duff performance like they did last. Was it against Lyon last season, wasn't it? That they sort of shot themselves in the foot with. You mean you mean has um, has Pep Guardiola got in his own way yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, this game is. A, I can't remember the last time. And I'm sure there's been times, but I can't remember the last time that I saw Guardiola generally seemed to be quite enjoying his team play. It, uh, he, he was he was watching them with a smile, like it was like, it was like they completed Guardiola football for somehow, and he was just <laughs> happy. There was a brief moment where he was just able to be at peace with himself, and that ended probably thirty seconds after the final whistle, when just rage and his narcissism took over. He goes to the pitch and shouts at someone who's just scored a hat trick that they should have got four or something. Yeah, or tells the opponent, one of the opponents who lost, how they were the best player on the pitch. And yeah. Then, how they can be better and how they should just follow, just study yourself up, just follow the teachings of Nathan Redmond. Sergio <laughs> um, uh, Guerra came off the pitch rather upset, wasn't he? He kept saying that no one's passed me the ball. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, he's one of the greatest players to ever play in the Premier League and he's a Man City legend, but I feel that he's not not long left for uh, for this parish. No. Before he's right. free transfer to Barcelona in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> to, be mess, to, to be Leo Messi. To be Leo Messi's fluffer. <laughs> what a job. Um, yeah, uh, Barcelona, who it's emerged this week, have got £150 million in unpaid transfer fees. And you're surprised about that, why? I mean, every club has that. Not every club, like... I, I, <laughs> Bristol Rovers I, don't have it. I hope Oxford United don't have that, for example. <laughs> <laughs> but most clubs don't have huge amounts of unpaid transfer fees. Yeah, okay. I'd be surprised if Liverpool don't have huge amounts of unpaid transfer fees. No, I think we pay in cash up front now, thanks to Philip Coutinho. Yeah, but why would you? That's a mugs game. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, little quiz. It's the fourth... Uh, uh... This oh. is going well. <laughs> We're going to I guess, this quiz. I guess it's Phil Foden. Uh, is the fourth English... I didn't write the person's name. Uh, is the fourth Englishman to get to 20 appearances before turning 21 years old. So who are the other three? Uh, 20 Champions League appearances? Yes, before turning 21. Three other Englishmen. So Wayne Rooney? Nope. They are all playing right now. You're telling me that Wayne Rooney didn't play 20 Champions League games? What? The, the BBC website? Well, I think about he was playing for Evan. Yeah, but he moved to twenty. He made his debut for Manchester United at eighteen. Did he? Yeah, yeah. in the Champions League, scored a hat trick against Fenerbahce. Yeah, but he probably had a few bad games for twenty-one. What does that take him to? Two thousand and six, seven. Yeah. Six group games. Alexander Arnold. Yes. Uh, one of them is currently playing in Germany. So Jaden Sancho. Jaden Sancho. Sancho. And the other one, your final one, is an Everton legend still playing, but not for Everton. Uh, is it Theo Walcott? It is Theo Walcott. Well done. Oh. Um, Marco Rosen announcing that he's leaving uh, to go to Borussia Dortmund next season. Uh, he's lost eight games for Borussia Mönchengladbach, and they sit in the middle of the table, there is some serious talk that if they don't beat Schalke coming up at the weekend, he could be out of a job because, I mean, 
me. But not out of a job. <laughs> but briefly yeah. out of a job. <laughs> this serious talk if he doesn't beat Schalke at the weekend, which would be an, <laughs> it'd be a slight issue if Schalke caused Dortmund to get their manager early. <laughs> yeah. Um he's I suppose he's on the the beach, isn't he? Well it's <sighs> Is there a beach in Dortmund? That's quite inland, isn't there's it? There's not. There's not. Germany's no. industrial heartland. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's very... When I went, it, it was February, but it was very grey. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of beaches. No? Okay. Um, I... Uh, he became a lame duck manager, didn't he? Because there was some sort of contractual thing where he could... He could serve... Terms to, um, to 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 um, but he had to do it at a certain time, and then but it becomes quite difficult when you have players who know that they a manager who they don't need to impress anymore. Uh, um, I suppose players react, players react in different ways, but it does seem to be that he has, for want of a better word, lost the lost to the dressing room. Perhaps perhaps he doesn't care. Perhaps he's not trying. I wouldn't. <laughs> Would any of you? It's human nature, I suppose, isn't it? You got your mind somewhere else. Yeah. As a man who's not handed in his notice for the best part of twelve years. But you act like every day, like you handed in. <laughs> <laughs> every day is notice day. <laughs> uh, very swiftly on into Spain. Real Madrid three, Atalanta one. Um, so that's four one on aggregate to Real Madrid that they go through. Goals from Karim Benzema, Sergio Ramos, Marcus Sensio was answered by Muriel. Sergio Ramos with his penalty uh, now overtakes Brazilian Ronaldo and Miroslav Klose in uh, the Champions League goal-scoring stakes. Um, it's the first time in three seasons that Real Madrid have reached the quarterfinals. Uh, Sportiello made an error for the first goal, didn't he, um, in the Atalanta goal? Yeah, he passed it right to Tony Kroos, didn't he? And then he passed it to Benzema, who scored. Yeah, that doesn't help. Does That's it? when I stop paying attention. <laughs> Fair enough. You're like, oh, I've seen this movie before. Yeah. <laughs> I have, yeah. They had their chances there, didn't they? Uh, Goosen shot straight at Thibaut Courtois after three minutes. Um, so they they did have a couple of chances. That lovely Vinicius Junior down the other end, uh, down the other end of the pitch. That lovely run he had, which he sort of slotted just wide. Um, so they they sort of had chances, but again, it was kind of fairly pedestrian. This wasn't it for. Madrid. Yeah, They'd Vinicius already Junior's won. Can't work it out. What? Vinicius Junior, is he supposed to be good? Uh, allegedly. I don't see it myself. He's a lot of um, running and dribbling and zero end product. Is he very much a YouTube player? Speaking like that about him when there's a Classico coming up next month. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me. Well, Benzema said to him, Andy, didn't he, at half-time of the week, don't give the ball to Vinicius Junior. Yeah, he's playing against <laughs> us. <laughs> uh, is he very much a huge... Ben- Benzema just... Lo- if anything, if there's anything ben- Karen Benzema likes to do, is just to give friendly friendly <laughs> advice to help mm-hmm. help fellow professional footballers out. Just like... He's a nice guy. Yeah. Um, Whether yeah. that's... Whether well, that's to not pass them on the ball or to play, pay some sort of ransom. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is he very much a sort of YouTube player then, um, Vinicius Junior, where he sort of looks great for sort mm. of fifteen seconds in sort he of. He strikes me clips. as like a. He strikes me as like some sort of like even beyond a YouTube player because isn't he's like a he's a player that 
Real Madrid paid like 40 million euros for before he'd even kicked a ball or like feels like it, it very much feels like he might have been designed in a lab and they're just <laughs> hoping that he's going to they have it on good good authority that this this robot can play football who did Madrid see as the bigger prospect um, Vinicius Junior or Rodrigo probably Vinicius yeah he costs more money <laughs> or Odegaard as well I suppose Odegaard's played oh. Rastam it's clearly not Odegaard <laughs> yeah it's not him <laughs> he's not yeah. the club it's probably but, my not but, Danny Ceballos either. Aren't they supposed to be considering bringing Odegaard back so he can be, he can be um, Erling Haaland's fluffer? <laughs> <laughs> um, so much fluffing. Well, it's what they do. It's what you do in Spain, apparently. <laughs> I'm not even going to do about that. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep the stars happy somehow. Uh, Karim Benzema scored his 70th goal um, in the Champions League and he's now scored in 17 successive seasons uh, so he's quite good Karim Benzema I can never quite figure out why he's constantly wearing a bandage on his arm because yeah, he seems to have had that on forever he's got some sort of bone in there that never heals or something like that um, Zimdin Zidane said quote unquote they didn't have a sniff uh, and uh, he has won his 30th Champions League game um, after only 49 games in charge now uh, sorry, Joseph Hank has got to that feat in 42 games and Pep got there in 48 games. They're the only managers with a better um, record in that statistic than uh, than, Zid- than Zidane. There you go. Well, he was you know, managing a team that essentially bought the Champions League for three years. So... <laughs> Bitter. <laughs> No, I think I think I've got facts on my side. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, right. Wednesday night um, in the Champions League, Chelsea two, Atletico Madrid nil. Uh, so that's three nil aggregate goals from Hakim Ziyech and Emerson. I did see a quick tweet today to say that uh, Emerson's goal in the ninety fourth minute cost some poor uh, guy who'd placed about two hundred and fifty thousand pounds. Um, he would have been quids in if Emerson hadn't scored that one at the end uh, Chelsea in the quarterfinals for the first time in seven years um, I did like the Ziyech goal which is a lovely sort of break from the Havertz and then the pass to Werner and Werner's lovely little low cross who saw Tom Stuchel talking pre or Tuchel uh, talking pre-match about uh, Timo Werner someone uh, asked him one of the journalists asked him about uh, uh, Werner's form and he'd been reading a lot about Werner's form and how it wasn't very good uh, and Tuchel replied we'll go read a book instead a book about his form well that's what the journalist said she said go read a book about Werner <laughs> and Tuchel said no just read another book <laughs> it was nice. all very golf club bantery way the ways that these sometimes sort of press conferences often are that famous German sense of humour yeah <laughs> Um, I'm not sure I get it. Maybe a favourite Tony Thomas Muller again. <laughs> <laughs> Is the joke that? Oh, it's not worth it. Just, yeah. <laughs> just he's, shutting it. Down, he's just shutting down debate, isn't he? Really. He is. He's cancelling, isn't he? Yeah. Soon. A, perfect, a perfectly reasonable question that um, the journalist asked him. I think so. Um. What do we think about the uh, the two penalties for 
uh, Atletico Madrid. So Rudiger on Suarez and Aspilicueta on Carrasco, who I keep... is Yannick Carrasco, isn't it? I keep nearly calling him Yannick Noah, but that's somebody else, obviously, isn't it? Um, that's a French tennis player. Exactly, yeah. From uh, the 1980s. Yeah. Um, so what do we think to those tackles? Or any of those penalties, do we think? Well, the Carrasco one was definitely a penalty. And think? it still boggles my mind that it did not get VARD. I don't understand. Because... Just because he went down theatrically does not mean it is not a penalty. How and that's a this, shitty reason. It it's a shitty reason not to give it. How does putting your arm onto someone's tummy make them fall down? Oh, I didn't think that one was a penalty. No. Oh, what is wrong with you? It's because you're soft Mediterraneans. We're sort of hard <laughs> Northern Europeans. We can take a bit of physicality. That, that would have been given in La Liga. Well, that's because you're all a bunch of Nazis. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's what we are. But he pulled him back. It's a penalty. I don't think he did pull him back. He just if, he pulled him back if, he pulled, if he pulled him back, then I changed my opinion. But I didn't see a pull. I didn't. I thought the Suarez one possibly because it, it was very borderline as to whether it was a shoulder barge or a sort of bash. Both of bash. those are penalties. Bash. <laughs> I still feel like a bash is a penalty. Uh, do you think? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. It doesn't sound great, but you're calling it a bash and then trying to claim it's not a penalty, if I'm honest with you. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm 50-50 on the Suarez one. Um, what do we think about Savic on uh, Rudiger? That's not a penalty. Oh, was it a red, red card? card? Oh, sorry. It's, not, it's still not a red card or a penalty. I also don't think it's a penalty. <laughs> no? It's, it's not. Call me a stickler for the rules. <laughs> um... So you, no, did, sorry, did, did neither of you think it was a red card? It's also not a red card, no. It's it's not a red card, no. No, okay. Um, Even for us soft southern Mediterraneans. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Own it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chelsea unbeaten in thirteen since Tuchel took over. That's one nine and drawn four, um, and they got eleven clean sheets in that time as well. Uh, oh, um, I did have a little quiz here for Stefan Savage. It's his third Champions League red card. Only three players have four. Sergio Ramos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's always the safe bet. Um, <laughs> no, one of them is playing Europa League football tonight. Uh, one of them is retired. He's a ex-Juventus, Barnet and Spurs legend. Edgar Davids. Edgar yeah. One of them is playing Europa League tonight. Ibrahimovic? Yeah. I can't remember him getting sent off so much. No, neither can I, but... That's what the BBC said. It's not like they the BBC to like. No, exactly. No. Um, it's the first time Atleti have lost a European knockout game to an English club since 2007-8 season when they lost to Bolton Wanderers, of all teams, in <laughs> the uh, Europa League. Um, and then finally we move on to uh, Germany with Bayern Munich 2, Lazio, uh, Lazio 1, 6-2 on aggregate. Uh, Lewandowski scored and then Chipper Moting with a rather nice goal as well that was pretty good wasn't it um, Lewandowski with 20 goals uh, and 5 assists in the Champions League since last season that nickname that Thomas Muller gave him that time is starting to look quite prophetic isn't it well it doesn't it doesn't take, it's, it's not really very, very fair is it because it doesn't give him any credit for those 5 assists no Lewandowski <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, go. Hmm? 
Sorry, I thought you were. Oh no, something. I was laughing. I I I thought you were very funny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Until you tried to do the Levasistkowski. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the number 19, quite important for Bayern Munich. They are in the Champions League quarterfinals for the 19th time. That's the most of any team in the competition history. And they're also unbeaten in the Champions League in their last 19 as well. I uh, even as well as City are playing, I can't see beyond a Bayern Munich Champions League win. Um, someone on the Football Weekly podcast suggested PSG this year. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. Ooh, that's funny. Yeah. Why is that so funny, funny considering how well they beat you? Um, but we should have beat them in the second leg, but we're not a very good team, so... Do you think they were trying in the second leg? Yes. Yeah? Well, they didn't have Neymar. This is his birthday. It was his... What's well, he that's, to out do? The, that's out the way now, so he can fully concentrate on, yeah. <laughs> on, on oh. not winning the Champions League. <laughs> Maybe in the next round they'll be... They'll be fearsome, but... N- no. Yeah. No. Bayern Munich are going to win it. Yeah. Probably. I don't and it'll be boring. <laughs> <laughs> They're just sort of this relentless machine, aren't they? I would like it if they beat Real Madrid in the final, though. <laughs> 9-0. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. well, at least 8-0, right? As long as they don't score the one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you see anything other than Bayern win overall? Yeah. Who? Um, so that's my point. That's going to close question. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I punish you every time. You never learn. Who can you see winning the Champions League this season? Um, I can see lots of teams winning the Champions League this season. All the I ones that are lots still of, in it. Well, any of the teams that are still in it, yeah. Mm. Eight of them, I believe. Does any of them stick out more than the other? Um. Well, Man City and Man City and, and Bayern Munich would be the favourites. For me, but the fact that we're, we're, you have to see how the draw, like the draw is going to play a big part, right? For a man who's very gobby on a WhatsApp group, you're very neutral on a podcast. Because <laughs> I don't like half the people in that WhatsApp group. <laughs> Go on, uh, say it to I'll leave, leave them to my game. Which side up they think they fall on? Um, not that they care. Um <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. It's like the draw is going to be important, but I just think that in a one-off, if it get, when it gets to a one-off game, yeah, like um, I know that that Bayern beat Dortmund four-two in in the other day, but Dortmund should have really had had, had a much much stronger hold on that game. They were two 0 up. Like when it gets to the crunch of a Champions League, like a Champions League final. It, Anything can happen. I don't think that it's a foregone conclusion. I'm not sure why this is so funny. Because <laughs> you're just refusing to give an opinion or a name either way. <laughs> no, I am giving lots of opinions. He's given lots of opinions. As opposed to you and your closed mind who think it's Bayern Munich <laughs> and they've already won it and we may as well all go home. This is like a, a sort of A-level history question. When considering who wins the Champions League, one must take into account that blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, well, Porto won't win it. I okay. Tell you that. All right. Um, Liverpool. No. Move on. <laughs> Real Madrid. No, move no. on. Okay. Uh, Dortmund. No. Probably not. Probably not. But okay. I do have a hat here. See, this is... is really easy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Manchester City. Because, uh, they might win it. Okay. Manchester City. Finalists. Yes. Uh, I'm losing track of who's in the. I don't think PSG. I don't think PSG is a complete 
uh, laugh out loud sort of. Like, I didn't have this quite the same visceral reaction that Emma <laughs> did when that was suggested. Chelsea. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see Chelsea winning the Champions League. That they Chelsea have conceded to um, have kept ten clean sheets in the last twelve games. Okay. Like, if you can't like teams that don't concede is, goals can, can very easily win win tournaments. But they kind of need to score goals as well. Oh sure, but they couldn't do that in 2012 when they beat Bayern Munich in in Munich. So, <laughs> true. If they can just grind it out of penalties, they'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> I'm dealing with yeah. all over again. Okay, uh, right. Well, that brings us to the end of our Champions League roundup. Unless anyone's got anything they want to say extra on it, that'd be a no. Uh, bits and <laughs> bits and bobs of news. Okay, so uh, a review has found out this week that football didn't do enough between 1917-2005 to stop uh, the sexual abuse of young boys. Um, it said the report said, quote unquote, the FA acted too slowly to introduce measures. There are, uh, according to the report, approximately 240 suspects uh, and 692 survivors it has unearthed. Um, club responses to these allegations when the allegations were made uh, were rarely uh, competent or appropriate. Dario Grady, former crew manager, where uh, Barry Bennell, um who's been convicted of sexual offences against children uh, and former Chelsea coach where I think it's Eddie Heath um, was uh, convicted, uh, was uh, a predator paedophile who operated there. Um, he's been banned for life and there's calls to strip him from a, from his MBE. He kind of comes out of the story a little, a little bit confusingly because the, he, I don't think he was criticised directly by the, the sort of QC that carried out the report, but Grady, when he was interviewed, he didn't consider uh, someone putting their hands down somebody else's trousers assault. Um, and I think he sort of backed up what he said elsewhere when he said that he wasn't going to sort of throw Eddie Heath under the bus. I think he was sort of accused of sort of smoothing things over with um, parents of uh, children who sort of obviously underwent these sort of these horrific abuses. And crew were quite happy for players to stay overnight at sort of adults' houses as well. Um, Apparently the FA really have got their sort of house in order now. Um, other teams that were uh, and they've apologised unreservedly. Other teams that have apologised are Southampton, Manchester City, Liverpool, Manchester United, and Chelsea. Uh, crew are rather notable by their sort of silence. Um, has anyone read any of these at all, or sort of seen any of this, or? <sighs> Was it a different time back then, and, you, and we feel sort of a bit more confident in in uh, safeguarding measures now? You reckon? I mean, this was a, a was a bit of a societal like. Is any is anyone shocked that football turns out to be another industry where young people were, have the young people who were in, who were in a position to be. Uh, exploited were exploited I'm, I'm not really that surprised by this no it just seemed to be endemic in society in the 70s 80s yeah yeah no I guess you're right because we've seen it in other institutions as well haven't we so yeah there's no reason why um, why football would yeah well different. you just have to look at the both the 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 ones that come to mind for me are the the UK and the US um, Olympic gymnastics teams um, investigations and complaints and so on. Um, 
the 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 US one, especially, I know a little bit. I'm a little bit more familiar with is even more sort of current than the the, the football story we're talking about now, right? So yes, this is Alberto Salazar, isn't it? No, Alberto Salazar's the Nike. That's um, Mavara's goat, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Alberto Salazar might have done something wrong, but we need to be really careful. <laughs> okay, well, I got that wrong. What we might be suggesting he's done here because he hasn't done that. Who am I thinking? I can't that? remember his name. Um, uh, but there's a whole, I think there's a whole Larry documentary Nasser. about that's him. That Larry Nasser. Sorry, Alberto Salazar, if you're listening. <laughs> um, um, big fan. <laughs> uh, Emma, is there a whiff of anything like this in Spanish football at all? Uh, not that I've heard of. Not to this extent, anyway. I mean, can you really say that um, it was a different time is an excuse for not knowing knowing it's wrong to stick your hands down somebody else's trousers? No, I think what Chris is trying to say is that it was a different time and I think, like, in terms of hopefully the idea of of in 20 years time not hearing the same story because the same story of people of this age because of the um the safeguarding and checks and just things that would and wouldn't be allowed to happen yeah so a, a lot of places didn't have um police checks before uh coaches okay. went and work in schools that sort of thing. that's that's the sort of thing I'm, which I'm proves they're not a p-day or at least an incredibly <laughs> hard to detect p-day exactly uh okay what else have we got so zlatan is back in the sweden's squad um the shy retiring zlatan ibrahimovic who said uh, well, he's done this the wrong way you d- you don't come out of retirement till till may this is way too early <laughs> he, he needs be- to have a word with you need to have a word with Francesco Totti and learn how to do this properly. He said this is the return of the god. I find him incredibly tedious. Return of the god? Yeah. Ugh. I find him incredibly tedious. I don't think anyone is... If you're above the age of 22 and you're impressed by these Zlatan statements, you're a bit odd. I think if you're a kid, I think maybe you get excited by that sort of thing. I'd like to think that children were better than that. I suppose so. Uh, some French clubs won't uh, or don't want to, or maybe won't release players for internationals outside of some European countries in the international break due to COVID. The exception to this is um, French players for the French national team because they're due to play in Bosnia and Kazakhstan, which aren't in the EU. Um, be interesting to see. If they... The same, the same is currently ongoing with um, with Jude Bellingham, who's been called up to the England squad, but um, Borussia Dortmund are not willing to let him, to release him because of COVID restrictions in Germany. Which I can well understand. Um, I'm, I don't blame any club that doesn't want to release their players for the national team. Um, well, speaking of the England squad... Then all right, all right, Jürgen. <laughs> speaking of the England squad, um, it's been announced today uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold is out. Uh, there are no Liverpool players in the squad. Uh, John Stones, uh, Jesse Lingard and Luke Shaw are in. It takes three players to replace... Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. One for each of his sure that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> we do a picture of big 
three right backs. Though, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, we picked a left back this time. Um, I'm quite glad that he's not playing. I suppose because he's, he's get- been rubbish. Last few games he's been better, but you know he gets a bit of a rest. I mean, Joe Gomez last time he was with England was out for the season when he came back, so I'm quite happy that Trent's not gone. Um, Lingard, Shaw, and Stones—are we happy with that inclusion, Adam? Um, yeah, if, if you could argue, you could perhaps have argued that Jesse Lingard maybe needed to do <clears throat> potentially a little bit more, um, or at least show up for a little bit longer, considering potentially how far he may have fallen. But it does seem, from the sort of the the spoken, unspoken things that the press say, that makes sense that maybe there was a little bit more going on in in Jesse Lingard's life than just football that had a, a greater part in uh, in perhaps some of his challenges with his form. Okay. Um, but the other two, there's absolutely zero. If like if those two had been in the squad, it would have been been laughable and um I mean, there's a few players who are out injured, right? And just it's an opportunity for players on the periphery to to try and make a, a late claim for what I think is going to be a, a hotly contested squad. OK. <clears throat> uh, Dinamo Zagreb coach uh, Zoran Mamic has resigned after being sentenced to four years in jail. This is um, to do with fraud involving the transfer of players, including Luka Modric and Dejan Lovren. And what's happened tonight are you in really the allowed to, Are you really allowed to resign? I'm not going to resign. I'm just not going to... Either I'm not going to turn up for the next four years, or I need to, or can I telecommute? <laughs> Everyone's working via Zoom in Teams these days, yeah. aren't they? Can I do? I can do this. I can do this by Teams, right? This is fine. Yeah, just stick his head on the big screen or something in the football ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Um, Dinamo Zagreb have beaten Spurs tonight in the Europa League. Uh, what else have we got? Um, Charlton Athletic have announced that Nigel Adkins is their new manager. Um, and of all football manage, of all football league managerial appointments this last month, twenty eight percent of them have been to people called Nigel. Uh, Shabab Al. Remember, remember when everyone? Well, not everyone. A couple of people had their sort of the, <clears throat> their their panties in a twist over night. Poor Nigel Atkins getting fired as Southampton manager when they weren't doing quite so badly, and being being replaced with with uh, pot pot can't even Annie can't even speak English. No translator. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, uh, Shabab Al Khalil are the uh, champions of the West Bank Premier League, uh, and in the African Champions League, there were wins for Al Ahly and Mamelodi Sundowns. And um, the big game of the round was uh, El Tunis versus Zamalek. Um, El Tunis won one 0 so now Zamalek are now third in Group D. They are six points from qualifying in second place. Uh, bits and bobs of European leagues. So in España, um, Atletico Madrid top on sixty-three points, four ahead of uh, Barcelona. That's not the same Barcelona that were mid-table two months ago, is it? The rubbish oh, one. The rubbish one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Real Madrid on 57 points and Sevilla on 54. Uh, so this weekend, there's a back derby this weekend. Athletic Bilbao versus um, Ibar. Mm. Is that as big a derby as Sociedad v Athletic? Or is that... No. No. 
Very much not. Okay. Does everyone like Ibar? They like sort of a cute. Everybody loves Ibar. They're really small and cute, and they're run by a woman, and it's all great. Oh, I get confused. Ibar the one that was so well run that they um, nearly weren't allowed into the into La Liga because that's them. (laughs) Yeah. They were they were they were too financially stable. (laughs) Yeah, they were just. They made everybody else look really bad. Real Sociedad are playing Barcelona. Atletico Madrid are playing Alaves. Um, Valladolid are playing Sevilla. And Vigo playing Real Madrid. Uh, yeah, Monday. So um, Barcelona mm-hmm. played on Monday, didn't they? They beat... Is it Elche 4-1 or Huesca? I can't remember. Huesca. Huesca 4 Yes. So what was your favourite goal then? The uh, first Messi goal or the Griezmann goal? I said nice things about him, didn't I? You did. Not really dirty. <laughs> I really like that Griezmann one. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the ones where they sort of hit the crossbar as the way in. I like the sort of pure aesthetics of them not doing anything until they hit the back of the net. I like the messy one best. Is that because he's messy or is it a better goal? It was a better goal. Why? Why has he started doing it's this nice all of a sudden? It's nice to look at. Hmm? Why has he started doing this all of a sudden? Just start belting. Scoring back. screamers from yeah. outside the box. <laughs> Oh, this wasn't an angry one. And he doesn't want to run that far. This wasn't an angry one, was it? Like Last week's Champions no. League one was an angry one. This yeah. was sort of more of a sort of poetic hit. Finesse. It? Yeah. It, 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 it finesse. turns out that he's angry and he doesn't want to run that far. And it turns out he could have done this all along. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be slightly annoyed. <laughs> all that energy's wasted over the last 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> he equaled Jeffrey's record for um, appearances as well. Oh. We... will break that record. Is that what that Tifo was behind the goal? Uh, I, you know what? I didn't get a good look at it, so I have no idea because I missed the start. I didn't see it. So there was, um, it was like Xavi and Messi arm in arm, uh, and oh, then, yeah, it said seven six three or something at the top. I, I thought yes. it might be appearances or goals then, or something. Yeah, that is, is the appearances record. Yeah. Or goals. Goals. IQ. The fact that it's not that far off. is quite the goal scorer. It's the, fact that, it's the fact that for Messi, that's not that far off. It's actually quite ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 750 of them were messy goals. Yeah, I mean, that was like combined goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more like that. Um, in Italy, uh, Inter are top on 65 points. They're now nine points ahead of AC Milan. We've only won two out of their last five games. Uh, Juve on 55 points with the game in hand. And then um, Atlanta on 52 points. So this weekend, it is Inter versus Sassuolo, Fiorentina versus Milan, Juve versus Benevento, the Flying Witches, and Hellas Verona versus Atalanta. Uh, in Germany, Bayern are top on 58 points, then it's RB Leipzig 54, Wolfsburg 48, um, and then Frankfurt on 44, who haven't won a game in their last three. Uh, so it's uh, Armina Byfield versus Bayern, uh, RB Leipzig, Frankfurt versus Union Berlin, Bayern versus Stuttgart, and Werder Bremen versus Wolfsburg. In France, Lille are still top on 63 points, three ahead of both PSG and Lyon. Um, PSG lost to Nantes at the weekend, and... Lille and Lyon can take advantage of that. They both drew. So this weekend, it is Lille versus Nîmes. There is a Côte d'Azur derby as Nice play Marseille. And Sunday night on your BT Sport is Lyon versus PSG. That is um, going to be an absolute cracker, that one. Uh, elsewhere, what have we got? It is in Peru. It is the Classico Calo uh, as sport boys play Sporting Cristal. In Wales, Adam, we got there in the end. Uh, it is the Gwynedd derby as Ballatown play Carnarvon. Uh, in Israel, it's Maccabi Tel Aviv versus Hapoel Tel Aviv. 
Um, it's the Honduran Super Classico as CD uh, Montague plays CD Olympia. In Scotland, it's Rangers versus Celtic. And, of course, Celtic have to give Rangers a guard of honour now, don't they? Because um, Rangers are champions. Uh, Except they won't, will they? Because there's going to be so much pettiness. Do you think? <laughs> I, I think Rangers didn't give them a guard of honour last time. Did they not? If Neil Lennon was in charge, you could guarantee there wouldn't be a guard of honour. Did you see that article I shared a while ago about the the Rangers players who won't, or former Rangers players, who won't get involved in pre-match huddles at their current club because apparently the pre-match huddle is a Celtic tradition. <laughs> so yeah, next time you're doing your pre-match huddle, I remember Celtic invented that and it stretches all the way back to the 1990s. Wow. They weren't doing that in American football sort of for 20 or 30 years before that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Finally, in Turkey, it's Besiktas versus Fenerbahce in um, Istanbul. So, um, I almost respect the Wales, the Wales, <laughs> almost. I've been looking for that for weeks. I've been waiting. <laughs> uh, Just looking down, all games postponed due to weather. <laughs> Cheap on the pitch. Um, <laughs> right, in the Premier League on Friday, 8 o'clock on Sky Sports, it's Fulham versus Leeds. Um... Patrick Bamford, Liam Cooper and Rodrigo are all doubts. Uh, a win takes Fulham out of the bottom three for the first time since December. Um, Leeds' record against the bottom three teams this season, so they won three, lost none, uh, lost none, uh, aggregate of 10-3. to three. So, uh, Emma, how do you reckon this one's going to go? I've got a sneaky feeling for Fulham here. You think so? Yeah. They, don't, they haven't lost many recently. I don't know. I, I think they're going to get out of this mess, and I think they'll be taking Newcastle's place, I think. You remember when it looked like they were on course to like concede the most goals ever by any team that's ever played in the Premier League? Yeah, <laughs> I miss those days. Yeah, uh, well, they were these were local team, weren't they, Fulham? They were. So, what do you make of them? Do you reckon they're going to? They're pretty rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. Not far off. Um, how do you reckon? I really gonna... like Scott Parker's safari coat. Thing. Yeah. Good luck. And his perfect hair. Do you think they're going to win? Uh, no, I think it's going to be a draw because Leeds are a bit... I, I like Leeds a mm. lot, but... I, yeah, I don't think they'll win. I think it'll be a draw. Okay. Adam, how do you think uh, Fulham are going to get on against um, Kevin Keegan with a bucket? <laughs> I, think, I, think Leeds, I think Leeds will win. Yeah? Yeah. Um... Like Fulham's Fulham's form is just as patchy as Leeds, but um, I think that that record that record you talked about about the the their performance against teams in the bottom and bottom the relegation zone was it the yeah, bottom three? Bottom three. I, I think that is um, informative in this situation and shows that they really do put put those teams to bed. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of goals. There's a lot of goals. A big goal difference there, right? It was was it like 10, 10, 10 to two or something like that. So they're not three. winning these. They're not winning these games by no by th- fine margins. So they're thumping them. Okay, uh, Saturday at eight o'clock on um, Sky News is uh, Sky News. Sky Sports it will be uh, Brighton versus Newcastle. Um, might be on Sky News. It's so terrible. <laughs> it would have to be. It would have to be really bad. <laughs> Uh, what is something really bad? Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think how bad it would have to be to show Newcastle on Sky News. 
Do you think this is foreshadowing? What? what? <laughs> 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 if uh, something think... manifested a really terrible thing to happen. <laughs> <laughs> if it is, don't go, you know, I have an alibi and everything. Um, I'm just trying to that's have a what, look at... That's what they, they expect you to have. It's like strangers on a train. Uh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so both these teams, so Fuller in 18th on 26, uh, and then one at the relegation zone is Newcastle on 28, and then Brighton on 29. So it is going to be... both have a game in hand. They both got bad game in hand, yeah, and it is uh, Brighton versus Newcastle. So it's uh, against each other. So that doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> that the game in hand is yeah. Uh, Brighton have won one, lost three out of their last four. Newcastle have drawn their last three. Uh, Brighton are unbeaten in seven against Newcastle in the Premier League. Um, and Newcastle have got just seven, nine points in 2021, and that is the second lowest in the Premier League behind um, Southampton, who've only got seven. Um, Jamal LaSalle has got two goals in his last three appearances, which is as many in his previous 98. So maybe he's the man to help them. Is he going to go like reverse? Is he going to go reverse Dion Dublin and start playing up front? Yeah, it might do that. Might sort of, might sort of do a Steve Walsh or a, a Paul Warhurst. Um, Cannon Wilson's out, isn't he? Brighton scored two goals last week, didn't they? Yeah, that's, there's a slight tone of shock in your voice. Well, there was, yeah. Scored, scored two? Two yeah. goals? Um, yeah, they forever strike me as a team always creating chances but never taking them. So to score two goals, yeah, I was a little bit surprised. I don't know how this yeah. one's going. I, I think this has got nil-nil or one-nil to one of the teams, I think. It's got nil nil written so you, all you, over it. You're predicting, you're predicting the possibility of all three results. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm telling you, you're sitting on the fence. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go Brighton. I'm going to predict a Newcastle winning and some, some sort of reverse, G, reverse jinx. Um, I just wonder whether there's something about whether they have managed to just do something that means that, that is this run of I've not watched a lot of Newcastle because I have the option to watch all the games and I always choose not to watch theirs <laughs> um, but is there something about this run of free draws that is indicative of a, a hint of form that St- Steve Bruce is just going to be able to carve out something ugly um, f- but, uh, but for a period of time it's just enough to to keep their head above water. Last week they were without Wilson, Sam Maximum and Almiron. I don't know about the other two, but I think Wilson's still out, isn't he? That was against Villa, right? Yeah. And from the reports I had, they were the best. They they were the best team against Villa. Oh, okay. Um, that is just sec- that is second-hand reporting, though. So I just I don't know. But I am mainly saying that I expect a Newcastle win because my heart wants something completely different. Fair enough. Uh, on Sunday, so three o'clock on Sky is West Ham versus Arsenal. West Ham have lost two out of their last three for the good form that they're on. Arsenal won two out of their last three. Of course, they had that um, victory in the North London derby last weekend. Um, Arsenal won 13 games in the Premier League at West Ham. Uh, that's the most against any team away from home. Um, though West Ham have won their last three at home. But also... And do you know what's laughable about that is Arsenal Wenger used to complain that... Arsenal had it harder than anyone else because they were a London team and they had more da- more local derbies. Okay. <laughs> what, they're more local derbies than any other team? Yeah, apart from Tottenham, oh, Chelsea. No, West Ham. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and the fact that he clearly showed that they quite enjoyed playing West Ham. West Ham. <laughs> it wasn't quite wasn't quite the hindrance he made it out to be. It's only the fourth time that West Ham have played Arsenal whilst they're above them in the league. Uh, on the previous three occasions, they didn't win. Emma, what do you reckon to this one? Uh, I think West Ham will win this time because Arsenal are Arsenal. Oh, really? Well, they played tonight as well, didn't they? Um, and lost, but and still lost, won. Yeah. Yes. Because that's Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just don't know what Arsenal is going to turn up. And no. that feels like a problem. Uh, it does if you're Mikel Arteta. Where, where were you set on the whole Aubameyang being dropped for being late last week? I mean, I guess it's against... That sounds like that sounds like Arteta is enforcing pet rules. Yeah? Yeah, because he would ban... He would aren't, find plays for... Aren't pet rules just normal like... rules? Just sort of like <laughs> acceptable codes of conduct? Just... Yeah, pretty much. Um... <laughs> He's the captain, though, isn't he? So it's not a great look no. to turn up late. He's the captain and arguably the best player, so I think it's... it's... That's not even arguable. He is their best player. <laughs> well, I don't think he's been playing like their best player this season. Well, that's Yeah, but he got all that extra money now. Um, so I think it's, um, it's a real sign of um, feeling in control if you're, if you're Arteta, right? You've got to have... You've got to, you've got to know you've got the you've got your dressing room when you do something like that it helps that you go and win the game because yeah. that could people I'm sure Graham Soonis would have been on Sky saying I don't care what time he turns up he scores goals for you, you can... <laughs> um, but um, yeah I think it's a sign of leadership and being in control okay uh, and finally is uh, Aston Villa versus Spurs half past seven on Sunday night on Sky Villa won one out of five um, Spurs lost to Arsenal last am week am I not allowed to give an opinion on the oh, Arsenal game I thought you did no you just asked me about Aubameyang okay I'm not even sure you asked me I just asked <laughs> go on then what's your opinion on the game My, I, half past seven I on think... Sky is Aston Villa versus <laughs> always the comedian eh <laughs> um It'll be interesting to. I think it'll be interesting to see how much or how little respect David Moyes holds Arsenal and, and Arteta in, because I think that considering their um, their performance this season, he should be a little bit disappointed in the manner in which they went to Old Trafford last week and sort of reverted to classic David Moyes. I'm going to play for. I'm going to, I start with a draw and I'm going to play for a draw and I'm going to keep this draw and I'm not going to win and then I'm going to lose because I've got no other option. Do you think he'll do that against a big team, Arsenal? Well, are Arsenal a big... That's the question. Are Arsenal a big team, right? They're 10th on the table? Like Psychologically, I'd say they're a big team. I think David Moyes will look at that and think, oh, it's Arsenal, maybe I part the bus. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And I think that that's some bad news for... That's bad news for West Ham if they do that. Mm. I think that when West when when West Ham actually go out and ju- try and just play enough football, they're actually a really dangerous team, and they would could easily knock Arsenal over. I think it all depends how much intent West Ham have on actually trying to win this game from the off. Okay. Um... Half past seven on Sky is Aston Villa versus Spurs. Villa have won one out of five. Uh, Spurs, of course, lost to Arsenal in the North London derby last week, which ended a run of three consecutive wins. Um, Sun is a big doubt for Spurs. Uh, Aston Villa have not beaten Spurs at home since 2008. 
Um, Jose's never lost 10 in one league season, 10 games in one league season. He's going to do this season. He could well do, yeah. Will it be this weekend? Is Jack Grealish back? I don't think so. I'm just checking that. It looks like he probably isn't. Then probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they haven't got Son. They've still got no, they have. Kane. They, they don't have Eric Lamella either. Mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's great cameo performance at the weekend. But they do have Harry Kane. They do have Gareth. But they've got plenty of um, of options, and Jose Mourinho's got no interest in using all of them anyway. So <laughs> it's just it's like instead of self rationing, it's being forced upon him now. So well, they've lost in the Europa League tonight. Do you think that game will have any kind of sort of hangover or bearing on um, Sunday's game? I mean, let's have a look and see. Uh, so, while I, while we were talking about Arsenal, I was looking at Arsenal actually played a a quite strong or playing quite a strong or play, no, sorry, played quite a strong team. Hmm. So um, there is always a risk as well at sort of the the uh, Thursday Sunday effect can have. But looking at oh, lineups. Um, Kane plays, Lamella plays, Ali, Lucas Moura. Um, yeah. yeah. Quite a strong strong Tottenham team. Sissoko and Winks in midfield. I mean, he will be able to, to freshen it up in the important areas. Of the, like, Hoiberg's not played, and Dombler came on. Um, okay. All of these things can have an effect. I just don't think Villa are very good. But Villa seem to, although we talked about how the Villa got so much better with sort of having a couple of options to go alongside Jack Grealish. Like the emergence at the beginning of the season of Ross Barkley, it does seem that that while that might have been true, these players seem to not be able to do it without Jack Grealish there because their form has fallen off a cliff since 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 his departure from the first team. Okay. Emma? Uh You think some Spurs, don't you? Yeah, I think Spurs will probably win just on balance of them being better than Aston Villa. Fair enough. Uh, and then Jose Mourinho is probably in a press conference right now, slagging off Deli Ali, who's <laughs> going to score, who's going to score two goals and get an assist on Sunday. <laughs> uh, finally, this weekend it's the FA Cup. So um, Bournemouth versus Southampton, uh, Everton versus Manchester City, Chelsea versus Sheffield United, and Leicester versus Manchester United. Um, I guess you want to talk about the Everton game. How do you think you're going to get on? Oh, not well. No? <laughs> no. You don't want to talk about the Everton game? <laughs> well, I'll happily talk about it. I'm not expecting great things. Okay. Um, you don't think it's going to be a cup set? Oh, I mean, never say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was the man... 20 minutes ago who was claiming that any team can beat Bayern Munich in a one game game of football so I I have to have a similar a a similar outlet but um, but you don't believe it oh no my heart doesn't believe it I know that when we played City most recently we actually ran them relatively close I think they win 3-1 in the end or 2-1 um but 
yeah, I, even then we never never believed we could win. I can't see I can't see that changing. Um Chew my penna. Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> okay, fair enough, don't bother. Uh, what about the other games? So Bournemouth, Southampton, Chelsea, Sheffield United, Leicester, Manchester United. Leicester, Manchester United, I suppose, is the, is the sort of tie of the of the round, I guess, isn't it? Oh, disrespectful. Do you think? Yeah. It's like an Everton right there. Well, Bournemouth and Southampton, that's a sort of local derby, you think? No. Just, just put no, not putting any respect on Everton's name, are you? Well, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, but I'm allowed to okay <laughs> is that like you're allowed to slag off your brother but nobody else is yeah yeah although everyone's allowed to slag my brother <laughs> okay uh, um, yeah Leicester would be interesting wouldn't it yeah no Leicester Man City is is the um, is the tie of the round um, can you see an upset with Bournemouth? Sorry, Leicester Manchester United. Leicester yeah. Manchester United. Can you see an upset um, with Bournemouth Southampton? Because obviously they're not on a great run of form. I think Bournemouth are holding on the manager. I don't know. I think it's still Jonathan Woodgate, isn't it? I can't remember off the top of my head. Real Madrid legend. Yeah. It is. So I said to myself, after scoring the own goals, don't do anything stupid like get sent off. What have we got sent off? What have we got sent off on his managerial debut? <laughs> Um, he is he is the head coach of, of yeah is he yeah oh, there you go uh, yeah I can possibly see an upset there maybe not sure no no okay <laughs> I can't see Chelsea losing Sheffield not, United um, there's not going to be an upset there Chelsea are going to win a Sheffield don't even watch the Chelsea Sheffield United <laughs> game because that game is going to finish two now yeah <laughs> uh, uh, yeah Leicester Man United is probably the one to watch okay right anyone got any of the business at all no no right okay uh we are man of the post part of the app man on the post network so um ali and dave and simon we'll be back on monday to uh review the games that we've been previewing here uh other shows that we've got out at the moment we've got an 11 pieces of me shout out with simon from the sunday show so basically simon picks his favorite 11 or the best uh his favorite 11 players uh with the only proviso being that they must be retired um we have other shows coming for you sort of thick and fast too. I know we're recording more Pieces of Me shows. If you want to get involved in Pieces of Me, you can, uh, if you think it sounds a good idea, you want to get involved, you can contact us at Man of the Post on Twitter or Instagram or find us on Facebook and give us a like on there. If you like what you hear, you can rate reviews on iTunes. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes and Acast and Spotify and all our future episodes will fall automatically into your inbox. So, uh, Emma, they can't follow you, can they? They better not. No. Uh, Adam, if they want to follow you, how do they do that? It's a threat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Adam, say what I want. Excellent. Right, guys, thank you ever so much. Uh, and always remember to keep your man on the post.